1: You just heard the Glide Ensemble Choir, led by musical director Vernon Bush. Welcome to Total SF, Heather, and I love my job this week.
2: I do, too. We have the best job getting to explore San Francisco, and going to the choir rehearsal at Glide was definitely a top experience for us.
1: Yeah, when I think of Glide Memorial Church, I think of the Reverend Cecil Williams. I think of decades and decades of giving care and compassion to the poor, in the Tenderloin District. Now I'm going to also think of the choir and Vernon Bush, who is such a bright soul, such a nice person, such a great story. I had a great time hanging out with him.
2: So did I. We got to listen to him directing the choir in their rehearsal and then got to chat with him afterwards, and he's a very talented and eloquent and a a great San Francisco resident.
1: Yeah, and I just love the location too. I mean, people will kind of hear the echo of the church, but being in there is a special experience. News coming out of San Francisco sometimes tests our faith, Heather. (laughs) I think if you're about to give up on San Francisco, go to a glide service. It's something everyone should do. Whether you have a religion, you're an atheist, just get down there. It's an experience that's really special.
2: Yes, um, Vernon talked about how all walks of life come to the church. It's no longer affiliated with the Methodist Church after breaking from them recently. So he said people who don't believe in God at all come. He's um, sung with famous people on stage. He said just the other day, Joan Baez came to church service there and ended up singing with the choir in an impromptu basis. Um, He sang with Bono there. (laughs) So yeah, everybody goes to Glide. Yeah,
1: he also talks about his beginnings as a preacher kid, how he got connected with the choir, what it's like to work in the Tenderloin as the district becomes national news. And we have some sound that we took from the rehearsal. This was the choir's practice, but they sounded beautiful and uplifting. Please wait until the end. Vernon and the choir will sing Encourage My Soul in its entirety. I'm Peter Hartlub here with Heather Knight, who sings in this episode.
2: Don't worry, I definitely do not.
1: Well, you could have. Everyone is welcome to sing at Glide. (laughs) And this is Total SF. Vernon Bush, welcome to Total SF and welcome to your church right here. Thank we're you. at Glide Memorial Church. I'm a little bit scattered because I'm completely uplifted because we just heard the choir yeah. and it was a beautiful experience. Yeah, thank you. Brian. I'm a little speechless, which isn't, <laughs> isn't good for a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was it like for you going to church growing up? Was it like Glide where there were just lines around the block waiting to come in?
0: No, Glide is one of a kind. Um, I grew up you know, I'm what's called a PK, preacher's kid. So my dad was a minister, my mom's a minister, and I grew up in church—a very small church and very um, small, but full of life. I think the same kind of energy was always generated at my my dad's church. It Where was, was that? Up in all—it was up in Albany, New York. Is back in the east. He had actually several churches. Um, in Albany, and then he had one. The last one before he passed away was in Queens, mm. in East Elmhurst, New York, and it was one of the biggest ones in that area. So it was pretty lively, and you know, my dad was a singer too, so he raised the roof at times. As a kid, just watching my dad, just like wow, wow, all the spirit. You, you know. take after him. Yeah, yeah. I'm my family My my family's like that, you know. We sang a lot growing up, so.
2: Together at home?
0: At home, and mostly in church, though. Mm-hmm. Mostly in church, in choirs. I've been in choirs all my life, so.
1: Wow. How, how old were you when you found your voice?
0: <laughs> oh, that's a good question. <laughs> um, I, I, that is like a pivotal point in my life. I, when I turned 13, I had, I knew I had this voice inside of me and I was scared to get it out. And I, there was, my dad had hired this new choir director and I said in my mind, I'm gonna really sing when this choir director comes in. And he came in and he's like, anybody want a solo? And I was like, you know, raised my hand, a little timid, but I, I pushed myself out. He gave me a solo and I will never forget the Sunday that I sang. I just opened my mouth and I just let it rip. What and song was it? Um, it was a song called, um, stand still, hold your peace, hold your peace, and, mm, salvation, I'm praying for you. That was the name of the song, I had to sing it through my head, but I, I, I just really sang the song, and I just remember everybody was just coming up to me and like, I didn't know you had a voice like that, oh my God. <laughs> And I'll never get being at the dinner table that night. And my parents didn't really say too much, in, like during the day. But they came, and we talked about it all day. And like, my dad was like, "I didn't know you had a voice like that." Wow! This
1: so. is like a plot point of Sister Act, by the <laughs> I mean, way. I know. I mean, I feel <laughs> like
2: there's talk of a, a third Sister Act. Maybe it should be based here, and you should be the star. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, that's, you know. That's, <laughs> we'll pitch it to just, Hollywood. Yeah, it's the story of my life, right?
2: <laughs> do you remember your first visit to San Francisco?
0: Yes, I do. I um, I came here, a friend of mine was living in Los Angeles at the, Los Angeles at the time, and um, a friend of mine kept saying, you know, you should go up to San Francisco. You know, it's it's a little bit like New York. And I was like, eh. eh. So I, I decided, you know, to come up here and then I met my brother out here and we came out here and I said like, oh I see what they're talking about <laughs> It's a little bit of New York a little bit of LA you know people talk like have conversation with you and I thought that was pretty cool I was excited when I when I the first time I came here I was excited and when I went back I was like, I'm moving here really moving here. oh yeah and like within maybe four months I moved up Wow. I was like, "Lady for L.A. I'm, I, I had enough of L.A. <laughs> Everybody's
2: always had enough. Yeah. San Francisco's oh, way Francisco. better. <laughs> when did you discover Glide?
0: Um, believe it or not, the first Sunday I was here in San Francisco, a friend of mine, a dear friend of mine, who I ended up coming, you know, staying with him because I didn't have a place at first, he's like, oh, man, you got to go to this church. It's really cool. It's called Glide. And she'd come. Like, uh, I was kind of tired of, of church. I didn't really want to, like, I said, okay, I'll come, I'll go. And I, when I first came here, I was like, "I was like, wow, this is like a show. Yeah. You know, with lights and stuff. That's, that does, that's not an ordinary church, but I, I appreciate the concept because it really, you know, Cecil was sort of kind of thinking outside the box yeah. in many ways of, like, it's up here. This is a show, but it's not a show. It's actually, you're going to get your life from this. And I think that was the thing that sparked that kind of hit me. It was like, wow, this is an incredible church. And then when I, I actually left and went away, because I, I really seriously didn't want to be in church. I went, I was like, oh, that's cool. This is very lively. And then I went away and
3: mm-hmm.
0: I did my thing. I was doing a lot of music outside of the church and doing, because I'm a songwriter and I do a lot of my own material. And I was, I got kind of burned out. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until like at least about six or seven years that I came back, because all I wanted to do was sing in the choir. I said, I just want to sing in the choir. I want to disappear with all the the huge choir and just sing with the choir, because I knew that was sort of like, uh, sort of like a workout. You know, it was. I knew it was Wednesday and Sunday, two oh two days a week. I can just sing and no one knows who I am. Great. And I joined the choir.
2: <laughs> what year was that? Do you remember?
0: Oh, boy, that was 2000, 2001. Mm
2: -hmm. And when did you become the director?
0: 2016.
2: Okay. Wow.
0: Yeah, so I had been on and off. uh, I had been in the choir singing as a soloist. But I volunteered. I said, I'll I'll sing. And, you know, I started singing here. It was amazing.
2: And what is your day-to-day job like now?
0: It's an extension of what I've always done. I mean, I've been doing this for... You know, I was a choir director when I was a teenager. My dad let me have, he had a youth choir and I handled that choir when I was 15. And I've literally been doing choirs all my life, you know. Um, In London, I taught for a long time and brought choirs together and just bringing people together was such a natural thing for me to just bring people together inside of a church. And church to me, You know, a lot of people have negative connotations about church, but church to me was always about community.
3: What's
0: paramount is what we're singing about. You didn't hit this the note so strong that he kept you're saying that to you yeah. god has kept me god's kept me he kept me you out in the audience are like ha huh, he kept me yeah <laughs> love whatever it's good, whatever your higher power is that's what kept you Amen. and you're affirming that over and over and over and over and over again until they're in tears because the power of this group is singing it together together yeah? yeah what I remember for church is like eating <laughs> everybody would come and have like a meal after church it was community it was laughter it was singing it was just you know letting yourself go letting mm-hmm. yourself be and Glide was very much like it's, it still is very much like that you know of bringing community together to um, just be together and even through the pandemic that was a major thing through the pandemic Mm -hmm. i um i don't know if you're going to talk about this but during the pandemic we i remember the 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 day we closed it was so surreal and that day we actually that sunday we had service here but we didn't have anybody in and we still kept service going um and then subsequently after that after we realized, oh, the church is actually going to have to close. I still kept the choir going. You know, I learned learned how to use Zoom. Singing is really hard on Zoom. Yeah, it is. But what it was, it was more, it wasn't so much the singing as to really the community on a screen. And I know we have a video of us doing it. We actually did a song and we... It was amazing, even though we couldn't hear each other sing, we saw each other singing, and that made it everything and people mm-hmm. people came every week religiously
3: mm-hmm. for
0: the whole two years of the pandemic. People were still coming every week, and I held them. I set up in my my own house and I just you know broadcast and kept the group together and this is the group that kind of stayed with it. What was know. it
2: like the first time you were all singing together in person? It, after you know that? people were crying. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, first time we were in here, you know, when you get something taken away from you and all of a sudden you really realize you don't have it anymore. And when you come back into it, you get to it again. It's like, I mean, I I could, I remember when we opened the the doors again, people would just sit here, just sit Mm -hmm. crying, Mm -hmm. just emotion, just realizing I really missed this. This was something that was really powerful for me to come every week and you don't realize that when you're doing it because it's just a habit but when you have to like stop it's like oh my god we'll be right back after this short break
3: Do you?
1: Do you I, I just feel the history when I come in here. Yeah. Do you think about that? I mean, 1966, it started. Before yeah. the Summer of Love, I can imagine, <laughs> you know, hippies coming in here. with. I, mean, do I you, know. Do you think much about the history? And I do think you about, feel it?
0: Yeah, I think we had a, a couple, like, I think it was back in Easter, we had a couple clips of like how it was back then and they had Cecil with his big afro and <laughs> they had like right, like you're saying had the hippies in the in the church it's like wow look at that that's amazing it's just this church is so iconic and historic you know that so many things have gone through this so many movements have gone through this and having Cecil and Jan rest her Soul just kind of guiding it yeah. it's just that's been the beacon and you know, I feel a lot of it has been my responsibility inside, inside of the music to keep it going, mm-hmm. you know, so that's kind of been my um my heart around it.
1: is your approach with the choir with this choir mm-hmm. maybe different than what it was like in your childhood or different choirs how How is the glide
0: ensemble unique um it's a It's different in in the sense that there's, I think that the thing, the major difference between me growing up, I came out of a black church, Baptist black church. When I got here, it's all walks of life. Mm-hmm. That was the thing that w- was dumbfounding to me. I was like, wow, they have all these all these white folks that are like, <laughs> rubriced, like getting, I was like, wow, look at this. It's this amazing. And I think that was the thing that really struck me was like, Wow, there's all walks of life here, and then really intrigued my dad too. He's like, "How do you get? How does he get all those people there?" And I think it's one of the things that a lot of churches don't have, which is the acceptance of everyone, every religion. What? How? I mean, there are atheists here, and they still come because it's community, and it's because it's it's kind of like this through line. And I think that's. That's the amazing thing is like carrying that that message of unconditional love and, you know, unconditional acceptance. Tolerance, you know, I think that's even what, when you think about what's happening in the world, it's like no one has tolerance for another person's lifestyle. You may not disagree, you may disagree with it, but that's the way they're living. And I think that's what Cecil really instilled in all of us in, in especially the choir. So I'm always reminding the choir, remember, this is something to practice, unconditional love, unconditional acceptance. We gotta do it ourselves. And then when we do it ourselves, people will see us and hopefully they'll catch on and do the same thing.
2: Do you have to try out for the choir or can anybody join it?
0: Yeah, you have to try out.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you
0: used to not be, well. Sorry, Heather. <laughs>
2: I'm definitely not gonna make the cut. You know, <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, that's one of the things I changed because I really wanted singers to be serious about singing.
2: Well, um, since you've been working here, the Tenderloin seems to make the news a lot locally mm-hmm. and nationally, usually for bad yeah. stories. Um, what are your experiences in the neighborhood, and what do you think of the way it's depicted?
0: Um, I kind of don't really pay attention to the news because I don't like the bad stuff that they bring up. Yeah, that's... it's. It's just like any other city in New York where people are not cared for. Mm-hmm. You know, how do you expect a homeless person to care about himself if you don't care about him? You know, that's what it comes down to. It comes down to tolerance. And Glide is like a beacon. Why do you, that's why people congregate around here because they know fundamentally, if I get to this church, I'm gonna be accepted regardless of if I'm a drug addict or whatever I'm going to it's that one moment and the, the thing for me when I'm walking in the tenderloin is like I talk to everybody I say hello I say hi look people in the eye and ask them out there they're kind people I mean I I've experienced that personally like people are kind here they'll have a conversation when you have a conversation back with them and they're not it's not scary to me it's like oh they're just people and Everyone has a down point in their life. Everyone goes through a down point in their life. And I've heard so many stories here at Glide through the years of people who have done really bad, but they've been able to pick themselves up because they've had a community that says, we believe in you, mm-hmm. and we know you did bad, but now you can do, you can do better. And, you know, so Maya Angelou, said, if you knew better, you do better, right? So. I think it's part of that, that thought process of, yeah, that's really the, the thing, like the support underneath that. And I feel like if we had more compassion instead of like, oh, look at that person in the street they can't even take care of themselves. I mean, it, it's a person there. Mm-hmm. And that's how I see it's a person. And that's how I view them.
1: When you're up here, how much are you aware of what's going on out there? And how much are you Oh, I walk, on. like, in,
0: every Sunday morning, I walk through it. Yeah. I see it all, every, every Sunday. Yeah. And I'm really aware. I try to get the, the audience involved with the singing, because that's, that's your freedom. So many people don't sing. And I'm like, man, it's so much joy in singing. Yeah. And, you know, it's like like I said earlier, like when people go, oh, I have a terrible voice, it's because you never heard it. You never gave yourself a chance to really listen to the beauty the sound of the sound of your own voice
2: I've heard my own voice yeah, you know it's not a good Heather. yeah and people say that
0: <laughs> Heather notoriously will not sing
1: on
2: the spot.
0: <laughs> I have I have sung several
1: times I think this is the time No, Heather. nobody <laughs> wants
3: that I no, think no, Vernon I
2: should voice. sing some more <laughs> yeah but it's
0: like you have to take the time to just really just take a breath and however it comes out and you know I it's funny you say that because I I grew up in New York, but my, my roots are in South Carolina. My parents are from South Carolina, and I heard all kinds of voices. Grandmother singing, you think they can sing? Ooh, the church should be on fire, and this, you just watched this grandma just singing, and it really wasn't about her voice, it was the spirit that she carried. That made you just, she was so full with joy. You just started smiling and like, you were just with her, even if she was off key. It was like, wow, <laughs> look at that. You just, it would just make you laugh and make you happy. And it make, would make others happy because that person was so that person was so into it
2: that you didn't care.
0: Aww. Oh, you remember that, Heather.
2: Okay. I'll be that grandma one day.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I was going through some of our uh, Chronicle Archive photos right, here, right. and um, one thing that struck me was it was one celebrity after the other. I mean, from oh, John yeah. Handy to Joan Baez yeah. to Bobby McFerrin. Have you have you had a few people come through here? Oh, perform? yeah. Who, who, oh yeah. What are some names yeah, that we you've had, been um, up here Like dropped. Joan
0: Baez was just here a couple <laughs> weeks ago. At the college. Wow. Yeah. She showed up in the audience. She was in... in I don't know how they got, up, got her up on stage, but they got up on stage she, she sang a song with us. Oh, wow. wow it was beautiful. awesome. I was like, it, was such a nice, it was such a nice surprise because we didn't even know. We just like, oh, Joan Baez is here. What? <laughs> and, what
2: did you sing with her?
0: Um, oh, God, I can't remember the song. It was a freedom song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, she picked the right song. We all knew it. Yeah. I'm like, you know, we off to the races with it.
3: That's cool.
0: You know, we've had so many people, I mean... Come through here, you know. I remember Bono came came. It's Cecil, I remember Cecil s- seeing him and bringing him up on stage and we singing with him and you know, it's just it's so many people have gone come through here.
1: Bono came to the Chronicles Publishers Board meeting once oh, really? too. So oh. apparently he's just around San Francisco a lot. Yep. Yeah. I just thought it must be interesting for you to be up here and look out there and be like, Is that Nancy Pelosi? <laughs> <laughs> yep.
3: <laughs> yep.
2: Well, you survived our serious questions, and okay. now it's time for the lightning round. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Those were all serious questions. Very serious. Okay. Very, right. very tough news here. Yeah. Uh, where's your favorite place in the city to get a burrito?
0: I don't really eat burritos because <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a vegan and a, and, oh. and, and gluten-free. Yeah,
3: so I sense. would go,
0: but I actually love, um, I love Pika Pika.
3: Right.
0: It's, cool. uh, it's a... Um, Peruvian restaurant and I love it. It's really mm-hmm. good. I just went to Peru, you know, a couple months ago nice. Good food.
2: What's your favorite movie filmed in San Francisco? <laughs> the birds <laughs> 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 Good Chico. one. Yeah, I thought you'd say sister act. I thought you'd say um, pursuit of happiness. Well, that's true. Pursuit you know. of happy, well,
0: <laughs> That was actually I was in there That was fun. Uh, pursuit of happiness was fun. I mean, I remember being in the choir and, and singing um, oh, for I for that particular choir scene. I gotta go look at it again. You're yeah, there? It, it, don't uh, don't blink. <laughs> 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 I'm like, I say, like, where are we? I'm like I'm like, Mom,
2: look, look, there I am, don't blink. What's your favorite song to sing together as a choir?
0: The one you heard. Encouragement the last soul. One. That's yeah. what we are, that's our go-to. That's the song that brought us through the pandemic. Whenever we we could sing it with our oops, we sing it just like you heard it. It's just always uplifting, and it's always the message around it is just be encouraged. Mm-hmm. The storm is passing over. Mm-hmm. Another one will come, but the storm is always passing over. Yeah, I, I
1: recorded that. So Oh, cool. You don't know it, but all of our listeners are hearing that right now. No, get out of here. <laughs> in, po- in post-production.
2: <laughs> awesome. I love it. What's your favorite holiday song?
0: That would have to be the Christmas song. Oh, just
3: Oh, that's a nice I song.
0: I love that song. Yeah. Every I year that. I, I, you played it. I never get tired of that song. What's
3: your it? favorite, oh, oh, Peter? Holy, I, oh, holy oh, night! I was just gonna oh, holy say night! Because
1: yeah, yeah. when, when someone can hit that, yeah. I go to tears. So yeah, I mean that's We'll
0: like, sing that this year. Ooh!
2: Yeah. Oh. Can you give us a sneak peek? <laughs>
0: I'm not, I'm not the soloist, but we're going to be singing it. Okay.
2: Um, do you sing in the shower? And if so, what's your go-to song there?
0: Oh, God. Um, I do sing in the shower. However, it's usually something that I'm writing. Mm. I. That's where a lot of my creativity happens is in the shower. I'm, like, listening and I hear sounds through this shower and oh, the cool. pitter-pat and, you know...
2: And last question, what's something you always make sure to squeeze into your busy day?
0: Oh, that's easy. Meditation. You got to, like, calm all the noise. Yeah. Because there's so much around.
2: Well, thank you so much. It was great yeah, to meet you in was person fun. and hear you this sing. this is awesome. Yeah, uh-huh. I
0: want to come back, and um,
1: that was wonderful. I mean, we've had a lot of special experiences, right. and right. just getting to watch the choir and oh, awesome by ourselves like that was really special. So, thank you.
0: Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome anytime.
2: Thank you so much. Yes. Oh, thank you. That's
1: a wrap. Thank you for listening to the San Francisco Chronicle. Our music today is from the Sunset Shipwrecks, Castro organ player David Hegarty, and cable car bell ringing from eight-time champion Byron Cobb. Support Total SF in the newsroom that creates it by investing in a Digital Chronicle edition It's less expensive than you think at sfchronicle.com slash pod.